everybody and welcome to the From Campus to Careers podcast. My name is Abby, I work in the Careers and Placements team and I'm going to be your host for this episode. Today we're going to be talking all about study abroad placements. Applications for 2021-22 are now open and if you're interested in studying with one of our overseas partner universities, hopefully you'll find this to be a really interesting episode. Before I tell you who our guest is for today, I'd like to let you know that we're recording this episode on Friday the 13th of November 2020. At this point, we hope that our study board placements will go ahead as usual, but of course, we don't know what's going to happen with the COVID-19 pandemic and the impact that will have on international travel. We are in touch with our partner universities around the world and they're keeping us updated on their situation. Some placements may start late or be cancelled, but if we become aware of any late starts or cancellations, we will help you to explore alternative options. Okay, so let's jump into this episode. Today we're joined by Alex Twiggs. Alex graduated from Aston in 2019, having completed a study abroad placement. Today, she chats to us about her experience living overseas, what she found challenging, what she loved about it, what advice she would give to anyone considering doing a study abroad placement, and a whole lot more. Welcome to the From Campus to Careers podcast and a massive thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to to talk about my placement. Oh, that's great. So I've just given a little bit of an introduction um, to who you are, but do you mind telling our listeners who you are and what you've been up to since you graduated? Um, so as Avi said, my name is Alex um, and I graduated in 2019 um, with a degree in Spanish from Aston. Um, and since then, I, I moved to London to start my master's in uh, gender, society and representation at UCL. And I've also been working for study abroad at UCL as well, which has been fantastic because I can bring my study abroad uh, knowledge and experience to, to this role. <laughs> well, that sounds great. Um, so... As we said, you did a study abroad placement uh, whilst you were at Aston. Do you mm-hmm. want to tell us a little bit about that? Where did you go? Let's start with that. So I went to Valencia, which is in uh, the east of Spain, um, and I, I did a study. I did a study abroad placement um, instead of a work placement at the University of Valencia, which was really fun, um, and got to do a lot of different modules. Uh, which was the reason I, I chose to do a study placement over a work placement as well. Okay, so what kind of modules did you get to do that you wouldn't have been able to do at Aston? Well, I quite like history, um, and my degree at Aston was, you know, um, very history-based, which I loved, but I got to do some slightly different history, um, American history, for example, which I found really interesting, and medieval history, and some some courses as well, which were language-based, but maybe a bit more grammatical than what I'd done at Aston, which were very difficult, but I think definitely helped me in the long run with, with my language. So it was just a really good experience to uh, be able to play around a little bit with, with modules because it's not so strict. So it sounds like you knew quite early on that you wanted to do a study abroad placement as opposed to a work placement. Did you always know that that was kind of the path you were going to take or was there a certain point in your first or second year where you were like, yes, I'm going to do study abroad? I definitely considered doing a work placement. Um, A lot of the work placements in Spain are, are teaching positions. I think obviously they just there's a there's a big need for um English teaching. 
And I did look into that, but I think in the end, I thought I'd get more out of a study placement. And especially as well, you've got such a a big network of other students. I thought it it would be nice to be in this international environment rather than maybe in an office with, with not many people. Yeah, that makes sense. And I've heard a few people say, actually, that when they've done a study abroad placement, one of the best things to come out of it is the people that they meet, because there are so many other like-minded people. Did you find the same thing then? Yeah, I've I've made friends for life, honestly. I feel like a lot of people people come out and, and say that. But I left, God, I left Valencia just over two years ago now, and I still talk to my friends on a regular basis. Uh, we, we'd had a reunion planned, actually, in March, which got cancelled. Um <laughs> thanks to coronavirus but um the people you meet it it really just helps you develop as a person and and I think that sounds so um (laughs) a bit you know cliche but it it really does you meet people from all over the world um you know I have Russian friends I had Italian friends um French friends and I think and Spanish friends obviously you know being in Spain but um I think that was hands down the best thing because these are people that in an ordinary in your ordinary life you'd never get to meet so you, you know I think that's I think that's great and studying as well you get to meet younger people through through classes through Erasmus events and, and things like that so I think that was a big a big plus yeah and I guess once all of these restrictions are lifted and we get some kind of yeah. feedback you'll be able to travel to all these amazing places to yes <laughs> I really hope so I've got it I've got it all in my diary planned ready ready to go for when we can <laughs> Um, one thing I wanted to ask you about is your experience moving to another country where um, English isn't the first language so I know you must have spoken good Spanish already um, but how did you find it moving to another country because I imagine that must be pretty daunting it is I think you go through waves so you're really excited through the application process and when you get your place and in the lead up and it's all very exciting and then you realise I have to find accommodation and I actually have to go to this place by myself, um, which is very nerve wracking. Uh, but the worst part for me was getting getting to the airport and getting on the plane. And when I was on the plane, I was like, well, there's no going back now. So I've just got to deal with it. And I was really lucky. Um, I moved I moved into a flat with three other girls who were all very friendly and, and sociable when some of my friend my friends um, now. But I think you have to accept it's going to be it's going to be stressful and it's going to be a little bit nerve wracking and you're going to be anxious. But that's completely normal to feel like that. And I think the important thing for me was I didn't let that override how excited I was as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as well, if you're going somewhere that if you don't speak a language very well, I think it's always good to to learn, you know, a few bits and pieces here or there and you pick it up really quickly. Yeah. Okay. Was there anything that you did that helped you kind of overcome those nerves and settle in a little bit? I think just really pushing, I really pushed myself um, to go out and do things and meet new people because the more people you meet, the more friends you have. I think the more settled you feel Um, and talking to people on groups before I went over, that definitely helped as well. Like other people that were also going to be at the University of Valencia, you know, joining Facebook groups, you know, following Instagram accounts, things like that. Just so I felt that I had a bit more of a plan in my head. Um, But as soon as, as soon as you get there, all of these worries go, you get off the plane and it's, it's 30 degrees and it's lovely. (laughs) That does sound lovely, particularly today. I'm looking out of my window and I can just see grey cloud and I've got cold feet and cold hands. 
<laughs> it was raining here this morning, but it's cleared up a little bit now, so hopefully no more rain for the rest of the day. Yeah, it's no Spain, but if it could just not rain, uh, yeah. that would be good. Um, was your study abroad placement what you expected it to be? Did you have any expectations, I should ask firstly, I suppose? I think yes and no, because everyone everyone tells you it's going to be the best year of your life and everyone tells you it's going to be a bit stressful and everyone tells you this and I think you can only take that on face value whereas when you actually get there and you you live it and you experience it um that is that's completely different it feels different and it is different so I think it was what I expected in some ways but in a lot of ways I got so much more out of it than than I ever thought thought I would um and I think one thing, you know, saying when I was working um, for careers and placement at Aston and talking to students and stuff and saying to them, it's going to be amazing. And you don't always I can tell you this now, but you won't understand until you're in my position the year after how it actually feels. So I think yes and no is, is my answer to that. And I think I just had expectations. That I was going to have I was going to have a good year. Maybe I'd make some friends, you know, improve my Spanish a little bit. Um, but yeah. It was even better than that. I can't, you, just everything you expect and more. Yeah, I can tell from your face, you look so happy just <laughs> talking about study abroad. Um, I wanted to ask you, what was it like to study at a university other than Aston? Um, stressful. That was the first thing I want to say. And I don't want to put anyone off because I, I had the best time and I, I think it's such an amazing experience. But I think you have to go into it with realistic expectations. Aston is quite a small university and um, very organised and there's a lot of support systems in place and you know how to access these. But then going to a Spanish university, which is notoriously a little bit less organised, um, I think that was... For me, as someone that's very organised, I need a plan. I need to know what's going on. I think if you're not like that, maybe it wouldn't worry you as much. Um, but also, there were a lot of benefits. It's it's very it's very flexible, like I said before, with modules. And um, there's a lot going on. Um, and I think there's pros and there's pros and cons on both sides. Um, and it's the timetable is more flexible as well, so you can fit in. It's eight. I think Valencia was like eight a.m. till 9 p.m. So you wow. had time. Yeah, it wasn't great when you had classes till 9 p.m., but you had a lot <laughs> more time to fit in classes that you wanted to do, whereas I think sometimes English universities, which I do appreciate because you don't want classes that late, you might have some more module clashes. I don't know, but I think I think there's definitely um, advantages and disadvantages to, to both systems. Yeah. And was that something that you found to be one of the most challenging aspects of your placement, that kind of, I suppose, difference in, in organisation uh, between universities? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I think even more so than moving uh, to a new country where I knew I didn't know anyone, I think this was probably the, the most challenging um, aspect. But you, you get round it a few weeks in, you've got your module sorted, you know what you're doing, um, and the stress of the last few weeks is forgotten. Um, and I think that's important to remember because in the moment you can feel a bit frustrated, but you have to be persistent um, and, and things get resolved. Yeah. Okay, great. And um, as well as the language skills that I'm sure you developed while you were over there um, and all the friends that you made, was there anything else that you um, that you found you benefited from? having gone abroad 
I think I've always I've always felt like I was in, very independent, and you know I, I like doing these things. But I think this challenged me in a different way because it's very easy. Um, it was not easy to move to Birmingham um, to start university. That was not easy. That's a challenge. But this was like moving to a new country, with, like you said, with a lot more barriers. You don't know anyone. Uh, it's a different language, different systems. Things work in a different way. Um, and I think it just made me, um, gave me an education about uh, a different culture in, in, I guess, a real way. Because you can study things, and I learned a lot from from my degree. But being there and and actually living alongside Spanish people and other Europeans as well, I think you you really learn um, the culture and how other people live. And and I think that I think I took a lot of things. Um, that I liked from from Spain. It's you know very relaxed environment, and I, I really I really enjoyed that. Um, but then things I definitely prefer in the UK, queuing for example, that does not exist in Spain. Um, <laughs> and that's where it's like to queue. Um, we do so things like things like that. But I think I think as well um, personal development, and I think meeting people that are very different to you and can challenge how you think. I think that's something that I really took from from the year abroad and has, has, I think, shaped what I've done since, since I graduated. So. Okay. It does sound like you've had an absolutely amazing, dare I say, life-changing experience with your placement. I know that sounds really cheesy. No, it's so true. It's so true though. (laughs) Um, How has it changed um, sort of the way that you've been since you got back and perhaps your, your plans for the future? How has it impacted that? I think it made me realise that um, I'm not someone that generally likes change, but I think that there's definitely good change and, and the fact that I would and need to push myself um, to move around a little bit more. So if an opportunity came up, not to write it off because I'm quite comfortable, because I enjoyed being in Valencia so much and enjoyed living in Spain, I'd, I would love to go back. Um, and I think just just really made me think about... Um, my my future and where I'm going I think that's that's a lot to take from from um, a year abroad which is so much fun and I I did I had so much fun but I think thinking thinking ahead and um realistically if I could go back and how I how I could go back um but I don't know I think I, I think it's just I think it made me more open minded maybe as well um I think I think that's probably what I'd say I took the most from okay I'm keen to know if you have any advice for a second year who is hoping to do a study abroad placement when their third year comes around obviously we're going ahead and assuming that study abroad placements will take place um and hopefully they will we'll have to see uh what happens with COVID-19 but what advice would you give for a student who is considering a study abroad placement well, firstly, I, I really hope that it can all go ahead and everyone can and everyone can go in 21, 22, because I think it's such a shame um, if they can't. But anyway, um, I would say go. I would just say go and push yourself. If it's not compulsory in your degree, um, Aston has a lot of opportunities um, and, and really encourages the prison placement service, really encourage you to go. Um, just do it. Like Just even if it's in, you know, I think if you can go abroad, go abroad look into your options um 
and I, th I know for a lot of de I know for a lot of degree programs at Aston, um, study study placements maybe aren't as valuable for like I think they prefer maybe work placements. But if that's not possible, try and keep an open mind. Um, maybe you wanted to go to somewhere like Australia, but that's not possible. Wherever you go, you're going to have the best time. Um, and I think I understand. You know, you might be a bit upset at first. But just have a look at the European options if that's more accessible at the time, maybe due to coronavirus. Um, but I would say just be open-minded and just go for it. That's I think that would be my advice in short without the rambling. <laughs> okay, brilliant. And um, this might be a really tough question, so I'm sorry if that's okay. How would you sum up your experience in just three words? Oh, gosh, that is a tough question. Wow. Um Three words. I think I would say a word that I think we've both said quite a lot today would be challenging, but I don't think that's in um, a negative way at all. Um, I think it's really good to challenge yourself. So I'd say challenging, educational, and again, I wouldn't say just based on university. I would say, um, you know, maybe like a more social or cultural education as well. And, oh God, amazing. I would use that as my final word, amazing. Um it was just the best year, one of the best years of my life. I don't want to um, say the best, but one of the best years. Um, and it's something that I still talk about today with my friends that went and people, new people I meet. Um, and I'm still using skills from that year. Um, and I, I did mine now three years ago. So it's something that never goes away. It's not something that can leave your mind. Yeah. Okay, great. Challenging, educational and amazing. That's yeah. I was going to say that's amazing, but I didn't want to say the same word. <laughs> that's really good. I'm glad you had such positive words to describe your placement year. Um, and finally, what is your placement highlight? Oh, I think that's harder than the last question. Um, gosh, my placement highlight, I think... There's um, there's a festival every year that happens in Valencia called Fayas, um, and what they do is they build these statues up, and they're beautiful, and, and normally based on like maybe pop culture, um, and you know meters and meters tall. And and I went out with with all my friends and my flatmates and everything one night, and it just really felt like um, like a um, like a turn, like a change in the air. Like it just felt like I'd really settled, and these people were my friends, my lifelong friends, and we had a really good time. And I always remember that as as being the kind of start of it's the start of summer. It was March. It's getting warm. Um, and yeah, I just always remember that as a really key moment in in my in my time there, in my journey in, in Valencia. So I think I'd probably say that was my highlight. But that amongst so many other. Um, I think everyone that's been on a year abroad would, would say that you can't just can't just pick one. But if I had to, that would be it. Yeah. And I gave you no notice that I was going to ask that question. I'm sure once you get off the call, you'll be like, oh, I could have mentioned that. And I could have mentioned that. So sorry for the impromptu question there, Alex. No, but that was a really nice answer. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> OK, well, that is the end of our questions today. So a massive thank you again for joining us today and taking the time out to chat to our listeners about your study abroad experience. No problem. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast, Abby. It's been um, such a nice, nice chance to catch up and have a chat about my year abroad.
Yeah, and it's nice to see you again, albeit virtually. Yeah, it's hopefully at some point in person. <laughs> yes, fingers crossed. All right, thanks, Alex. Thank you. big thank you to Alex for her time today I hope you really enjoyed listening to her I certainly did I thought it was a very candid chat you know she spoke openly and honestly about the challenges that she faced uh, and I think it's important to be aware of that but she also had all these fantastic positives that came out of the experience as well so it was a really great interview it was great to catch up with Alex and I hope that you enjoyed it as well if you are interested in a study abroad placement, applications are currently open for students going on placement in the year 21-22. The deadline for applications is Friday the 4th of December 2020, and you can find all of the details for study abroad on Aston Futures. Just go to astonfutures.aston.ac.uk and we'll make sure to pop a link to the site in the show notes. As I mentioned at the start, at the time of recording, we're hopeful that our study abroad placements will go ahead. However, unfortunately, we can't guarantee it due to the COVID-19 pandemic. We're monitoring the situation closely along with our university partners and our team of placement coordinators will support you in finding an alternative placement if your study abroad placement cannot go ahead. That's all for today. We hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening and we're back with another episode soon.